0: Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself and others.
1: Today we're having another Power of Prayer podcast, and I am joined, I'm Reverend Kathy Hewlin, and I'm joined by Vicki Chastain and Phil Mays. We're all members of the Order of St. Luke, a healing ministry, and we're just going to pick up some conversation pieces that we had from last time we had a conversation, and Jay Geary was part of that one, but we realized there were lots of different talking points, and Phil in particular, he had some that he wanted to pick up, and I know Vicki has some Maybe in a later time that we'll do, um, but Phil today is going to lead our conversation. So take it away, Phil.
2: Thank you, Reverend Kathy. you um, When we were talking, uh, this was last week and uh, the couple of weeks before that, uh, the subject was broached about how do we pray in desperate circumstances or when we pray for something that we, we haven't seen any results? I guess is the best way to put it. And uh, the, that goes back to why we pray and also setting um, setting what we're praying for. But more importantly, um, it's understanding the relationship in prayer. We come to our Father, uh, as it says, in fear and trembling. Knowing that we are addressing, trying to communicate with the Creator of the universe, our Father, mm-hmm. and understanding that we're not on equal terms. and But He loves us, He wants to help us, He, want, he is concerned about us, but we also have to fully understand, and this takes a lot out of um, this this does not job with today's secular atmosphere. We're used to having packages delivered within a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. We're used to everything instantaneous. Um, like things just just progress. Just as a side, you take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You used to have a jar of peanut butter and jar jelly. Well, today they have a jar that's got them both in there. Mm-hmm. Now, how lazy do you have to be before you <laughs> need them in the same jar and you can't? <laughs> but, but my point being And they're in is a pretty that,
0: little swirl, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's,
2: and That nobody will ever see after None. it comes out. But <clears throat> uh, the concern there should be prayer is not all about that. It is about communing with our Creator. It is also deepening our relationship. And it is, in many ways, a relationship beyond human, typical human comprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal, obviously, if you're a believer and a Christian, is for eternal life with the Father. But in the meantime, we get to know the Father through His Scripture and also through prayer. And that takes an effort. It takes an effort. Uh, we, we have a tendency to put that down because it's not important, yet all you got to do is go to the web and find out everything there is to know about, uh, say, the NCAA Book of Rules, which is thicker than the, than the Bible, <laughs> I might add, and um, the laws that we have, everything takes some concentration everything takes some getting into but building that relationship with the lord is a different thing it is um in my in in my personal experience it is very not only rewarding but it is also something that gives me great solace and confidence in my life and i continually i am a work in progress And there are days that I don't make it, and there are days that I feel like I've I've accomplished something in my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. But we, in in dealing with this, we also have to understand that our prayers, it goes back to what are you praying for in the different types of circumstances. I think uh, there are prayers of, uh, of celebration there are also prayers of thankfulness to our Lord but also there are times when we we don't make the decision on how or if they're going to be answered that steps into another area where we need to be more cognizant and aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit because whatever we ask for may not be what the lord wants for us and it may not be that direction that the lord wants for us so we we have to be subservient in that situation we have to understand it's coming from the absolute truth and all source of the universe so that being said um comments (laughs) Uh,
1: i would love phil i'm glad you used the word effort a little while ago when you're talking about just prayer and our relationship with god um yeah i'm aware so i can this morning earlier uh in my prayer and just getting my thoughts ready for the day i was thinking gosh just a week ago i felt on top of the world you know why don't i feel that way today right and so I'm just aware that it takes effort (laughs) it's not always just handed over to us on a a silver platter and and that you can't just have a really high great day and then forget about it and just go about and do other things like you know you have to keep coming back and keep working on the relationship Um, so i appreciate that you shared that and and aware of that work and that effort but that it pays off that there's there's great help from the lord when I keep coming back to him and not try to find some kind of solace somewhere else.
0: That's true. We're building a foundation. And I think that, um, you know, we, we can't have one so-called victory Mm. and then say, wow, that was really great. I've got a handle on this. And I know how to pray and I know what to say and I know the way to do it. And that's it because there are, Our relationship with god is not formulaic Mm -hmm. it's it's changing it is constantly evolving it's organic but we still need to constantly be pressing into him and constantly listening to him and trusting him even when we doubt Mm -hmm. and i think that's what we're when we talk about um, our prayers not being answered seeing them answered right away Doubt can creep in. And when we have established a good foundational relationship with God, then trust will trump doubt. Trust always will overcome. But that's something we really, really have to work at. Mm-hmm. It's like exercising a muscle or something. You know, we really have to do that to be strong.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not something we can take for granted. Mm-hmm. Because as sure as some crisis comes up down the road, we'll find out that, you know, we're not as strong as we thought we were. Right. Or as we were in that situation, you know, we've kind of let some things slide. Mm
1: -hmm. So it's a constant effort to just keep Mm -hmm. exercising those muscles as you expressed. Yeah. Um, When you said trust is juxtaposed, what was the other word that you said? That Doubt. doubt. Um, just making me think also about the the power of love that that overrides Mm. evil evil and and fear right Um, but we're so we used to encountering fear like it's just part of our daily existence in some measure there's some modicum of it in our lives um, and then we don't realize it we're just swimming in it (laughs) Um, so then it's turning to God's great love and really then capitalizing on that power and allowing that to kind of, you know, really seep into us, but that's that daily effort right. of always turning to it. So the same thing with trust. So just exercising those spiritual muscles mm-hmm. in our daily prayer life. Um,
0: and I think it's very quick to go to prayer. That when we're faced with circumstances, that um, we need to prayer prayer. We need to train ourselves. So that prayer is one of the first things that we turn Amen. to, as opposed to saying, um, "Well, I've done everything I know to do. I'll just have to pray about it and, mm-hmm. you know, ask God to help me." Yeah, you know, I've done everything. Well, that's that's a great place to be. That's a great place of surrender, but it's also a very difficult place to have to work from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that trust also comes. Um, I. Uh, Graham Co- Graham Cook does uh, a teaching, and one of the things he says that we always pray from and believe from a place of victory, mm. as opposed to a place of need. Um, understanding that we are victorious. You made a good point that um, about God not necessarily moving on our on our timetable. I don't think you necessarily use those words, but that was what I took away from it. And um, I don't think that God is necessarily telling us no, but he could be. uh, uh, But no, not now. There's something that needs to be developed in us, Mm -hmm. um, in our relationship with him, and probably our relationship with others. Uh, to come to the point that those prayers can be answered Mm -hmm. and that's again where we just have to trust him and his timing. Mm
1: -hmm. And I'd say with that like I know that there are different requests that I have that I don't see it's that no not yet. I I sense that I'm supposed to be praying this but I don't know what the answer looks like. Um, So then that waiting ends up just kind of opening my eyes to see more possibilities. But I also have to not allow that to take over and consume my whole day it's like you have to kind of contain it in somewhere like okay I'm gonna tend to this I'm gonna exercise my spiritual muscles and pray on this but I'm not gonna try to pray it for eight hours because then I'm not attentive to the other matters of my life mm-hmm. right and the other things that God wants me to be working on right. but it's being attentive to it so that there is space for it and to realize that there might be sorrow and sadness because you, you're in that not yet, or maybe the no and answer, but there's something that you are gonna grow and learn from mm-hmm. in the midst of that waiting uh, that I've certainly experienced that. Oh, yes, yes. That it gives yes. me a different perspective on a, another relationship or, or just my relationship with God in some way that I wouldn't have seen if I hadn't had to wait in some way.
0: And sometimes in the waiting, we find out it wasn't important anyway,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that what we thought was really, really a big deal at that time, we find out, well, that wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's not particularly what, what I even am asking God for anymore.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about perspective, but you didn't use that word, but that, that's sure, the, exactly. the mindset. Yes.
0: And, uh. And I,
1: that has helped me in my personal um, angst if I have, you know, a longing for something that I realize, okay, I just watched a movie that showed World War I. Well, gosh, I don't have to experience that. I'm not going through that type of pain and horror that people had to, to live through there. And then there's parts of the world right now where people have to live through that pain and horror. Mm-hmm. So perspective on <laughs> what I'm hoping for is completely, you know, small in comparison to some other large needs out there and so I can be patient right. I can just set aside I'll be, keep faithful I'll keep praying about it but it it's not the pressing need and I can have a different mindset about it
2: and getting back to what you were right. saying after you pray on something that, that to me is 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 having the awareness of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit about you mm-hmm. knowing that it is at work and at some point it's going to come back to us it, and but we have to be constantly aware of that situation mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you become obsessive or dwell on it you are you are seeking help like you, you were saying vicki and <clears throat> and at the same time knowing that the holy spirit is with you to guide you in this situation and something else might come up yes to be aware of a different answer Mm -hmm. like you said sometimes we we get rattled i know i do and and you you dwell on it and you're looking for an answer and it's not important the spirit will say this is where you need to to be i think one of the in the bible is uh, is, um is paul he constantly talked to the spirit asked for guidance and he was always aware of what the spirit wanted him to do Mm -hmm. and um, that that's a level of awareness in in spiritual life that um, I think few people ever really achieve Mm -hmm. some do but it it takes a constant effort it's just like anything else um you were talking, it's just like with sports, uh, working out, uh, even your job. You have to be on top of the technology is going on and everything. But mm-hmm. it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. Only the learning you get through prayer will last you for eternity.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah.
1: So what if we had somebody who um, didn't feel comfortable coming up with their own prayer, an extemporaneous prayer? And how would we guide them to kind of figure out shaping their prayer life?
2: I would suggest whether, because I I look at it, there's there's ritualistic prayer, which is fine if you're comfortable with that. But it is a, um, it can turn into something that's rote, meaningless, meaningless. you could say it was just you're just chanting it or whatever, but the the whole issue there is to I would think is to get you comfortable with the idea of what that prayer was about. Mm-hmm. And I'd <clears throat> say to start out you could use that, but I would strongly suggest that you as you pray that formal prayer, read each line. Think about the thought process, the pattern, just where that that prayer is going. And and then once you're finished, to contemplate on it, to meditate. And then that will lead you, I think, to feeling more comfortable with a conversation, if you will, with God. Mm -hmm. Because that's the most comfortable way is where you can just... Totally expose yourself mm-hmm. in the presence of the Lord. And that's where you get things going.
1: Now, because earlier, Phil, you had mentioned about just our role between God and us that we want to acknowledge that God is greater than us. <laughs> right? And and then using maybe a, a set prayer that people know that the Lord's prayer is really ministered to me yeah. in that way. Um, that I've use that more on a daily basis to start my day but I slowly go through it so I might just say our father and not go much further and allow that to be a contemplative thought for me for a little minute and to acknowledge he is greater than me (laughs) so I start off because that at the the opening of the prayer but I also allow the collective nature of it to help me to be aware of all the people that I have relationships with Um, maybe I'm, I'm walking my neighborhood so I'm thinking you know He's the creator of all these plants that I'm seeing, of the water that's over there. So it really helps me to to feel small in my way, but also significant in that he gives me the privilege to have this time to talk to him, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a both and, um, but I love that prayer and just going slowly line by line. So it's something that could just be rote ritualistic because we've been taught it for years, but how can we slowly pray it and just say, God, speak to me in this. Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, what do you want? To reveal to me and it's really ministered to me in that way.
2: Absolutely.
0: I always um feel like um in helping people learn how to pray is tell them to talk to God like He's your best friend mm. and just open your heart. You mentioned that open your open your heart out to him and and talk to him just as if you were talking to just if I were talking to you and Phil right now, I can, you know, speak to God in that same way. I think some people, you know, they, they go to church and or they're around people who and they hear all these eloquent, flowery prayers, and that's where they feel inadequacy. Mm-hmm. They just feel like, I can't, I can't pray like that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know the words to say. And um, so to just break it down to something very simple can be helpful for people. Another thing um, in our conversation earlier before the before we started, I mentioned a couple of books that have been very helpful to me over the years. One is um, Prayers That Avail Much. And the other one is um, The Sword and the Spirit by Joy Lamb. And it's a both of those are a collection of prayers that are based on scripture, and they give you the scripture references at the end of the prayers. So you can see that you're you're not praying a prayer that someone has just made up or written. You're actually praying a prayer that's that's based on uh, the Bible, and so that helps people feel more comfortable because. Um, you know it is scripture and it's the same thing about what you both were saying you can go line by line and um it it'll awaken things in you maybe you want to add something to that that mm-hmm. something just comes to to mind or comes up in your own spirit that you want to add something to it and that's perfectly fine i think that um it just helps us get to a place where I call it "How do you pray when you don't know how to pray?" Um, you know, you you can flip through and look for a scripture for on, uh, a prayer for finances or a prayer for someone's healing or for salvation, and actually pray that prayer, and then it trains you after a period of time to just formulate your own mm-hmm. that. It comes out of your conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a, a now you said prayers that avail much. Mm-hmm. Who is do you, is that by? A particular I do person? not remember.
0: Okay, um, but it is yes, mm-hmm. and it um, there's prayer, prayers that avail much for children. Beautiful, and um, it's a nice little book that mm-hmm. children can use to learn how to pray. Teaching our, that's to me is so 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 important. Is teaching our children how to I pray. Know.
1: There's a, a couple, there's a, a French uh, Catholic writer that um, I've had a, two prayer books that the first one is based off of like passion narrative and you know, try to really be engaged with uh, aspects of the gospel. And then the other book is taking kind of daily life experiences and each prayer is, starts with the opening phrase where it just engages like um, it's Monday, Lord, oh, kind of that type of start, right? <laughs> Where I'm just doing the laundry today. I mean, it really tries to just give you a, an entry into, this is an experience that I'm having, um, but then is woven into it a scripture narrative that you get towards the end. A very powerful prayer. So sometimes when I feel kind of dry and stuck and I don't know what to say, and I know I can t- turn to the Book of Common Prayer, and I know I can go to the Psalms, but That's just another resource for me that I have found. His name is um, Quast, Q-U-O-I-S-T, and it's Prayers and More Prayers, I think, is the (laughs) title of the books. Um, But I have found those uh, really meaningful to kind of energize me and and open up another voice for me to to hear God
0: or to speak to God. Sure, yeah. The Prayers That Avail Much is by Jermaine Copeland. Okay. And it's spelled G-E-R-M-A-I-N-E. And it's really been around for a long time because um, I, I think it's been around for about 40 years. Mm, okay. I was introduced to it in the early 80s. When I was just a child, <laughs> don't I wish? <laughs>
2: I know when your birthday is.
0: <laughs> I know. I know.
2: <laughs> well, a book that I've, uh, in in that same regard, um, that I got a lot, I still do, is uh, the Imitation of Christ by mm-hmm. Thomas a Kempis, because mm-hmm. it's it's a dialogue between the monk and Jesus, and, and that's exactly where well for me it was that's where I wanted to be and he's comfortable with this he's he's in a conversation as you may or may not be aware of and and Jesus talks back to him and these are all prayers that he he had and and there, as well as like it covers different situations and he questions and he's receiving I think the power of the Spirit as he was writing that but like you said anything because that's a good point that sometimes I don't care who you are there is a dry time yes there can be a dry time in your spiritual life and that's not to be looked at in a bad way where you just give up and say oh well because it 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 could be there for a reason you just have to stick with it but maybe you change your pattern mm-hmm. a little bit by reading a book of prayer mm-hmm. Um, another book of prayer which I think is excellent is the Psalms. Oh yeah. It's it is a series of prayers and <clears throat> and 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 everything from celebration to, you know, forgiveness.
0: Bad, Lamentation. And lamentations.
2: <laughs> yeah. But the 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 point is the more we stay involved with that, the closer you become. And and there the scriptures plus the additional readings, but on a daily basis in some, some way. Mm-hmm. And, and that brings me to another point. Let's step out here. Um, as we work through the day, do we in some form pray or, or, or meditate, if you will, or think about a spiritual situation that you might be in? Mm-hmm. Um, I know in a, in a monastic life, the monks are taught to pray during labor. Uh, well, do we pray as we labor? Of course, our labors are not you know manual for the most part, but where we have an opportunity to think about the Lord and, and dwell on that a little bit. And there's, to me, I think that's a tremendous opportunity to keep it fresh in your mind. And it may open up some other um, thoughts that you were praying on earlier and and more, um, say, uh, presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even if you walk, (sighs) do something like that while you meditate on something or contemplate. There's plenty of opportunities for
0: it. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who prays when she's doing dishes because she really, really does not like cleaning her kitchen and doing dishes and so for her she prays while she's doing it and it makes uh, the chore itself easier but it also goes by much quicker for her but it puts her focus on something besides something that she is negative in her life she comes away very joyful or um, driving down the road you know you can you can pray you can talk to the lord and um you know a lot of times I'll pray that I get a good parking spot (laughs) I usually have one I'm always I'm always careful to say thank you too but and that seems just so trivial it really and it really is trivial but if it's pouring rain in Florida on a hot afternoon and the humidity is 150 you it's 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 appreciated to have.
2: <laughs> a, I have to. That's have not
0: parking spot. Close that's to not
2: unusual. Uh, my wife has a prayer for that. Does and she? We go yeah. into whatever, and it's Mary, Mary, full of grace. Help me find a parking place, <laughs> and sure enough, it will. <laughs> it shows up right in front of the Mm -hmm. store how about that
0: (laughs) thank you lord (laughs) so that's a
2: very common (laughs) time to pray
0: (laughs) i i was taught one with someone i worked with when i was right out of high school and she would she prayed all the time Mm -hmm. she was catholic and she was always Mm -hmm. praying in the it was an office setting and you know she'd be singing and praying and everything and um she taught one when it's uh, dear when you couldn't locate something dear saint anthony please look around something is lost and can't be found and i still think about that and i can hear her voice saying it and i have to say i've used it on one occasion more than one occasion
1: <laughs> power of prayer people power of <laughs>
0: prayer that's right but that just shows you it does not have to be a huge eloquent right of prayer Mm -hmm. and um you know God has a sense of humor he loves children and Mm -hmm. and I think you know to be childlike in our faith and in our prayer you know it's 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 so tender Mm -hmm. I think
2: and and these small things are this is keeping it alive in our our, it, it keeps it present with us but then let's go back and talk about when
3: the
0: someone ones. in our
2: family has a very, or you have a very difficult situation or decision to make, mm-hmm. whether it be health, finances, uh, you know, loss of a job, whatever. Uh, how do we, it's a, and yes, I love to laugh like the next person, but sometimes there are times when you can't help but, uh, it, 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 things aren't really right going the mm-hmm. way you you would hope they would mm-hmm. you can't control it and then your thoughts turn to other things like why me why mm-hmm. are you and and this is where the relationship really takes a test and it's not easy it's not and it's it it in mm-hmm. fact we can describe it as, as very difficult and horrible. So hard.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so hard. And that's, again, turning to some scriptures that um, you realize, well, here's someone who lived or here's giving voice to what I'm feeling right now. So like mm-hmm. a, a Psalm 88 is really, really desperate and, and just despair um, or parts of Job. I know that has ministered to me in times past where I've I've really struggled with why is this happening. Well, I've learned over the years, asking why, usually that's going to get you in a difficult spot anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You just have to figure out to accept and find peace in the midst of that. But I know that's a journey for everyone to figure out. Um, But that's then the value, like what I said earlier about finding your spot and just containing... Your grief or your frustration, you have to, it can't live with you all the time. You have to figure out a way to attend to it, allow it to be there, can't ignore it, because that's unfair sure. as well. But also saying, I'm only going to do it for this 20 minutes today. Lord, you're going to, I just need to cry out, I need to grieve, I need to do whatever, and I'm frustrated, but I'm going to contain it to this set amount of time. And then, then I'm going to find ways to give thanks. Then I'm going to find ways to find joy and hope. Um, so I think we need to figure out how to balance, and that's part of exercising those muscles to be able to do that. Because that's not easy, but I, mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's the way that you survive. And then also I coming agree. to people to have other people pray for us, because then that can help give us another perspective as well. Because what they might hear um, as prayer ministers can be very powerful. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. Absolutely. Well, this has been a delightful conversation. Do you have anything more, Phil, that you wanted to lead us in?
2: About seven more. No, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> And we
1: can share those another time when we're together.
2: <laughs> well, the, the, the other thing is, is um, when, when we do pray, uh, at the beginning, uh, bef- I like to try. It doesn't always work, but I like to try. We have the prayer before Uh, ministry of OSL Mm -hmm. because that gives us a chance and and it can be for anybody right at the beginning to ask for God's help at this time Mm -hmm. to come into my life my mind by the presence of the Holy Spirit but it also one of the positive things is that you try to clean your mind up from the everyday hustle and bustle of and sometimes trivial thoughts that you're bombarded with, um, to prepare yourself for prayer. So that you can be, like you said, more receptive to when the answer is out there. We how do we know it? Mm-hmm. And it's and to be prepared that it's not us that can make that final decision. And but to clear your mind before you even start to pray. And then I also think it's It's important to, uh, because there's prayers of thanksgiving, whatever like we should be grateful for and count our blessings, big and small, and then go on from there if there's a prayer of petition um, and need to be specific, you know, instead of, I'm not making fun of this, but I guess it's going to come out like that. Um, I I pray for peace in the world. That's a little bit... uh, yeah, well not only is it a little bit big. I don't know. Well that's um that's general. not uh, general. Yeah, it's too general. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Let's put it on. But <clears throat> if if we could just uh what can we do in our sphere to bring peace? Yes. You know? Right. Yeah. And um to but to but to start thinking to in in that manner so that we don't get overwhelmed for number one number two what can we do to go out today because in every instance when we pray the action of the holy spirit has to take place somehow that means you have to act that means we have to go out and do something that means we've got to expose ourselves as christians (laughs) that's not easy a lot of people get turned off by that, but the prayer is not a quiet little hey. It's just between us, and you know we're. I'm not going to do it, but you're going to do everything, and I'm going to be happy. And you know we're going to. You're going to take care. You got to go out and do something, mm-hmm. and and even when it's tough, um, just uh, what is it the 146 Psalm I think it is about uh, you strengthen my fingers to. Pray prepare for battle uh he's talking about using a bow Mm. he strengthens us to go out and to the world Mm -hmm. uh, which is a manifestation of our personal relationship with god
0: what uh psalm 91 Mm -hmm. a great prayer and especially when you're feeling uh fearful or anxious but it begins, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Well, if we're dwelling someplace, we are there. We're not just in and out and here today, not tomorrow. We kind of just touched on that earlier. It's he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. And so that is where our safety is. That's, yes. that's where our faith can be. That's where our security can come from. And um, that's, uh, that's a, great, a great scripture to recite first thing in the morning when you mm-hmm. wake up. Just put your feet in that place, in the dwelling place with mm-hmm. the Lord. And um, we used to have a friend who would say, you need to place your feet in heaven before you put them on the floor in the morning and uh, that's you know I when you visualize that then you're when you wake up the first thing is good morning Lord thank you for letting me wake up this morning Mm -hmm. and to be present with you and that's all a part of establishing that relationship that's right and it it establishes it in our minds it's not just words that we're speaking but Like I said, you know, if you can just visualize that, then it puts you there. Mm
1: -hmm. And it should carry you through the day.
0: Exactly. Well, (laughs) it should, at least least through toothbrush. It should. Yes. (laughs) 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 At least through the first cup of coffee. That's right. right. (laughs) First phone call, whatever. (laughs) Well, I feel led to just offer a prayer, if that's okay, for those
1: that are listening and for us. Uh, Lord God, thank you for um, ways that we can abide with you, dwell with you. Thank you for that privilege and who you are and how you love us and how you want us to keep uh, abiding in this relationship with you and to know you more and more. So I pray for each of us that we would uh, be vulnerable and be open, um, that we know that this is hard (laughs) to surrender in ways that we want to be in control, but we are striving to be open to you, surrender to you, and um, just to receive a free-flowing gift of your love and grace and mercy um, so that we may um, be part of this relationship in ways that would give glory to your name. And uh, we know it'll stretch us and um, take us to places where we never thought we could go, um, but it's all because of what you want to do in us and through us. Thank you for that privilege to be in this relationship. And we pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, thank you both for this conversation. And uh, we thank you for those who are listening. Join us again for our next Power of Prayer podcast. Bye-bye.